for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, my name is Mike Lee, and I'm so thankful that I've been chosen by God and that He calls me His beloved. And I hope and pray that that is true for you as well. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, I remember that in our high school, there would be an annual dance that uh, people would participate in. And this was one of the things that a lot of people uh, would be looking forward to. And for some, this was a major event. And uh, I've seen people asking others um, that who they want to have them join in this dance. And they would make this into almost like a huge proposal. And you would see like there would be a lot of elaborate decorations. There would be a, a production. There would be signs. And some of them were, were very clever. And some of them were, were very romantic because they wanted that person to say yes. And they wanted to show how special they were. And this was a way for them to go together and, and have um, a beautiful relationship and a beautiful time together. And this reminds me of what's happening here as we look at the end of Judges and how this tribe were, were given these women uh, in a very unconventional way. Uh, but we see that their, their needs are being met, but there's something that still remains empty in their lives. And that's, that's something that we'll be looking at as we study God's Word together. Judges chapter 21 verses 16 through 25 And the elders of the assembly said, With the women of Benjamin destroyed, how shall we provide wives for the men who are left? The Benjamite survivors must have heirs, they said, so that a tribe of Israel will not be wiped out. We can't give them our daughters as wives, since we Israelites have taken this oath. Cursed be anyone who gives a wife to a Benjamite. But look, there is the annual festival of the Lord in Shiloh, which lies north of Bethel, east of the road that goes from Bethel to Shechem, and south of Lebanon. So they instructed the Benjamites, saying, Go and hide in the vineyards and watch. When the young women of Shiloh come out to join in the dancing, Rush from the vineyards, and each of you seize one of them to be your wife. Then return to the land of Benjamin. When their fathers or brothers complain to us, we will say to them, Do us the favor of helping them, because we did not get wives for them during the war. You will not be guilty of breaking your oath, because you did not give your daughters to them. So that is what the Benjamites did. While the young women were dancing, each man caught one and carried her off to be his wife. Then they returned to their inheritance and rebuilt the towns and settled in them. At that time, the Israelites left that place and went home to their tribes and clans, each to his own inheritance. In those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. So as we reach the conclusion of the book of Judges, 
uh, we see that um, every man must catch a wife for themselves. Uh, now, if you've been following along with what's been happening in the book of Judges, and especially in this chapter, is that uh, what's been taking place was that there was a huge civil war uh, between uh, one tribe against the other 11 tribes, and they were very furious with what was happening uh, because the one tribe refused to give up the perpetrators who violated one of the uh, members of another tribe. And this led for them to go into battle, and they fought them uh, because of their anger and because of what was done uh, against that one person. And uh, this led to all the women in the tribe of Benjamin uh, being killed off. And so, and then the others vowed that they would not give up any of their women uh, to the men of Benjamin so that they can reproduce and have their own children. Uh, they were basically giving them a death sentence and saying that they would be extinguished and that they would be erased from the face of the earth. But after this war, the Israelites went to God, and as they were offering to the Lord, they learned that they made a mistake, that they should not have done this because it is not for them to make this kind of decision uh, whether or not to erase a tribe or whether or not they should be taken away from the, the chosen people that God had created. Uh, so they decided that they would do something about it and they would uh, find a way to help repopulate the tribe of Benjamin. So they sought after another village and they brought uh, 400 women so that they can marry the men of Benjamin. But the problem was that there were 600 men, and meaning that if you do the math, there were 200 men who were without wives, and this made them uh, you know, very lonely. And they needed to find a way uh, to help with the difference with the leftover uh, men who were seeking, um, seeking a wife. And so the Israelites basically scrambled to cover over their mistake. Uh, and so they uh, had to, they decided that the answer to their problem uh, would be uh, to basically kidnap the daughters of Shiloh. Now, the men of Benjamin were allowed to kidnap uh, these women so that their marriages could be arranged without an official approval. Uh, instead of going through this entire process, they could have made things right. Uh, by simply confessing their sins. The Israelites should have acknowledged that what they said and what they did was wrong, uh, but they never did that, and they were trying to cover up their mistakes. And even though God knows all things, uh, we still need to give God a detailed confession, uh, which is the appropriate thing to do. Uh, now, we don't want to be like Adam, who tried to cover and hide uh, because of his sin while he was in the garden. Uh, but he was hoping that God wouldn't find him. You know, instead, we ought to have the heart like David, who came before God and freely confessed his sin and his mistakes uh, so that he would receive the forgiveness that God wanted to bestow upon him. So whenever we speak with God, we should come in, in private prayer. In our communication with Him, it should be detailed, 
and we should be intimate about what we confess to the Lord. And as we confess, and as we do that in detail, we are acknowledging in, a, in appreciation of the depth of forgiveness uh, that God possesses and He wants to give to us as His children. And so if we are conversing with the only person who not only knows our life struggles, our failings, and our intents, but also has the divine power to transform us into becoming more like Him. So as we confess our sins, as we bring this before God, we shouldn't fear His judgment because Christ had already paid that for us on our behalf. So He promises to forgive us and that He will give us the power to break free from the chains of sin, that we will no longer be tied to that anymore. And so, for instance, when a person goes into counseling and when he meets with a counselor, uh, they are expected to share everything that's going on in their lives in order to receive the healing process. If we withhold, if we don't confess, this hinders that process that will help us to be in a better place. The same goes when we confess. Uh, we need to do everything that we can in our power to let God know um, everything that's going on in their lives uh, so that we can see a change being uh, taken over in our lives. And so Jesus deserves that same honesty and that same openness. Uh, he stands ready to accept everything that we have to say. So let's be thankful that we have a Savior and a High Priest in Christ who sits and listens to everything that we have to say. You know, we should be thankful for Jesus in our lives, who accepts us and loves us uh, for who we are. And let's remember that He stands ready to listen to everything that we confess and that He forgives us uh, for the reason, which is the reason why He went up on the cross. And so we can turn to God and say anything and everything that's on our hearts and what is on our minds. And when we confess honestly, uh, we can receive the, the healing power uh, that He wants to bestow upon us. So let's learn to swallow our prides and let's learn to confess specifically the areas and the things that are going on in and through us uh, so that we can understand the depths of His love. Uh, let's pray for that and lift these things up to the Lord. Uh, let's pray. Uh, Father, we thank You that as we are sinful people and as we have done many things wrong, we thank You, God, that as we confess these things to You, we thank You, Lord, for Your love, Your guidance, Your patience, um, Lord, in our lives. And may we not abuse that. May we not be silent. But we pray that as we enter into communion with You, uh, we thank You for your, your loving embrace and Your kindness towards us. We love You and we thank You. We pray this in Your Son's name. Amen. Sing your soul, reaching your